the Mizmar and Tehillim, which accompanies us throughout the Imadim, from the beginning of Enel until after Hashanah Rabbah. We say Hashem Oyri V'yishi. Tavar Malach says, Hashem is my light, Hashem saves me. And therefore, who am I afraid of? Who's going to scare me? Even if evil people come, they're my enemies. Sorry, they'll fail. David Hashem. There could be a camp set up against me. My spirit won't falter. I could be in the thick of the battle. I could be being attacked. In talking about I'm Muhammad, it's not going to change my result. I'm still confident. This I'm still confident. It's interesting. David doesn't always express that tremendous confidence. The feeling of nothing can hurt me, nothing can affect me. I'm completely confident I won't be afraid of anything. What causes David to feel like that? What's the bizarre and in this? The Yalkut Shumani brings the Vidrash. Bazaisani Vatech is going on Madarit Hashem Ayri Vyeshi. Ayri Rosh Hashanah Vyeshi Yom Kippur. And if I have Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, then Bazais, which is the Bazais of the Iron of Yom Kippur, and What does it mean? And the answer is a yesayit, which is important for us to think about. Specifically now, as we're going into Rosh Hashanah. And that is, we know that Rosh Hashanah is the day we're being judged. Rosh Hashanah is the day Hashem is deciding everything which is going to happen next year. There's no guarantees. Life and death, atzlach of the opposite, parnasa. Everything is decided in Rosh Hashanah. But on the other hand, once something is decided on Rosh Hashanah, then it's final. Once something is decided on Rosh Hashanah, and Hashem should decide a person is going to live and be successful, nothing can change that. David says to Hashem, if Hashem was Oyri Vayishi, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, so then no one can do anything to him. If it's already been decided, I'm going to live. It's already been decided that Shemus goes on behind. I can be in the middle of a battle. I can be being fired at. Nothing can harm That's the assault. The principle is once Hashem has decided something, so then there's nothing to worry about. <coughs> nothing can change it. That's only after Hashem. And it's only if a person was like that Hashem decided that he's going to be Nikzar Lechayim before Rosh Hashanah. 
Now's when it's happening. Now's when it's being decided. A student of mine called me for a shishan. I thought it was just to wish me a shishan attack. Really, he called to tell me that in a routine examination, the doctors found that he had a tumor in his brain. Serious enough that they told him that normally the surgeon who can deal with these things is booked up for a week at least. But here the surgeon is going to work overtime, fit him in on Tuesday morning, first thing. Because that's we dealt with the priority. hasn't yet been decided. It's completely up and it's completely up to you to dub. And you can. And it's going to make all the difference. So imagine this happened to somebody in the middle of the year. So of course everyone's going to do Of course everyone's going to say that. But not everything can be changed. If something was Nixon or Shoshan I only found out about it in Shvat, in Tavis. There's not much you can do. There is there. It's so fortunate. You found out something like this before Rosh Hashanah. Nothing for next year has been decided yet. Now is your chance to dive in because now Tfil is going to make all the difference in the world. Now I was thinking to myself afterwards. The truth is, it's lucky for another reason also. Because we're all in that position. We're all in the balance of Chaim and Mavis for next year. We just don't realize that enough to die for it seriously. This person, he sees that very, very stark balance. And I'm sure it'll encourage him to die much more. We all have to think like that. Before Rosh Hashanah, we've all got to think. That's the fear of the death. We don't know what's going to be next year. It hasn't been decided. This is when it's happening. Whatever's going to happen over the course of the year is happening now. What happens later is just playing out. What has been decided. There's a story I like to tell from the Briskorov, which brings us out very clear. The Briskorov was in Israel in 1948. Tov when the Jews knew that they were going to be attacked by all the Arab neighbors simultaneously. The armies of Egypt and Jordan and Arabia and Syria and Lebanon all coordinated an attack against the Jewish people who had no resources, had no army ready, had nothing. And the people at the time were scared that this was going to be the second Holocaust. And what could they do? 
what did they do? They called the Yom Tefillah in Yerushalayim at the end of Nisan that year. The Yom Tefillah where everyone attended. Men, women, children. And for a number of hours they davened. And I heard this from one of the people who walked home with the Briskarov after that at Sarah's And the Briskarov said to the people around him, Baruch Hashem, we won the war. The war hasn't started yet. It's even the present yet begun. And the Briskarov said, no. The Twitter was accepted. It's just a matter of time how it plays out. But really, we won the war. That's the Kayach talking about. Once the Twitter is accepted by Hashem, so then the rest is just how it's going to play out with my But the war's already been won. That's Rosh Hashanah. If we've had a successful Rosh Hashanah, then David Menach tells us, there's nothing to be afraid of the whole year now. It's already been decided. But how do we make sure to have a successful Rosh Hashanah? What does it mean, Hashem Oiri? Hashem is my light. We preface our Twitter every day. Hashem Svasai Tiftach. Hashem open my lips. That way I'll be able to say over your praise. It sounds a bit strange. Hashem's job is to hear our Tvidas and answer them. Why does Hashem have to help us speak? And the answer is, you see this first in the Chazan's repetition of the Musaf of the Ram even more clearly. He elaborates much more. Ask Hashem to give me the language. Because the other Marche Leif, a person can have a thought, but may Hashem Ma'ane Lashem. To be answered with speeches from Hashem. And therefore Hashem's Fasai Tiftach, Upi Yagiti Rosech. Hashem opened my mouth so I can praise you. Why is it Hashem's job? Why shouldn't it be our job to speak and Hashem to listen? Why does Hashem's love give yachl to open our mouths? And the answer is, it's a Mishnah. A Mishnah in Brachos. Amrad of Rabbi Hanina ben Daisa Shai Mispada al-Khaili. Rabbi Hanina ben Daisa used to daven for sick people. And his feelings got accepted. And there was lines outside his door of people who wanted him to daven for them. And he helped them. And he davened. And sometimes he came out afterwards. He said, Baruch Hashem, go home. He's, the Chayr will have a refer Shlema. He'll recover completely. And sometimes he came out and said, I'm sorry. But, fortunately, this person's going to be nifter. And said to him, how do you know? Are you a Novi? 
If my tefillah is fluent in my mouth, I know it's accepted. Vimlav, I find that I don't have the words, I can't speak, I don't have the vocabulary. Yadani Shemutaraf, I know my tefillah has been rejected. So here we have a symbol from Hashem. A way of seeing if our are being accepted or not. If the tefillah is fluent in my mouth, then I know it's been accepted. Hashem's Fasai Tiftah. Bidavan. Hashem, open my lips. Let me be able to speak fluently. That's a simon. But the tefillah will be makubo. Let's understand why it's like that. The Rambam was quoted before. In the Chashchava. Perikzai. And the Rambam says, Come and see how strong the power of Tshuva is. Emesh. Yesterday. Before a person did Tshuva. So he was called the Meshukats, the Sonui. He was despised by Hashem. Considered loathsome. And therefore, Mispalel ve'einayinayne. He would daven and he wouldn't be answered. I said, Mitzvahs, Hatarifim, Mosul, Bafonish. Do Mitzvahs and the Mitzvahs would be being torn up, rejected. The person who's holding by being a Baravera, Hashem doesn't want to hear his Tfilis. Hashem doesn't want him to do Mitzvahs. Evahayoy, and today, today where he has done Shiva, he's considered Ahuv, he's considered beloved, wanted. He davens and he's answered immediately. He does mitzvahs of a Kabbalah Mois and Barat and accept it happily. And therefore, you see, you see how it's transformational. What should I be talking about? If you look in the Rambam, we're not talking about a tshuva shleima. We're not talking about a tshuva which a person's gone through all the steps of tshuva and has succeeded in having the avera completely erased. What the Rambam is talking about is even the beginnings of tshuva. Beginnings of Shavu, a person thinks, I want to change direction. A person thinks, I want to come closer to Hashem. That's already transformational. Just that expectation, just that hope, just that thought is transformational. It changes a person from being despised and rejected to a person who's accepted and loved. It changes a person's feelings. Being fiddles which are torn up, fiddles which are, are are accepted, are wanted. When a person comes to them, even though they're doing things which are wrong, they know that it's a lot of fiddle. And a person comes to them with the attitude, I don't want to change. I want to continue the same sinful path.
fact, I also want money, and I also want new cars, and I also want... It's feel like that is ripped up. But it's the way a person comes to Davin is with the starting point of... I want to change. I want to come closer. That's already true. That already shifts up how Hashem looks at a person. And now if he's going to dive in, it's going to be accepted. That's Shkurat philosophy. I can tell that it has been accepted because I see Hashem is helping me. Whereas if I feel that what I try to say is being stopped, being blocked. That's the Kayach of Rosh Hashanah. Hashem Oiri. What's that or? What's the light? The Peleot is an amazing thing. Chiddush. He says, on every special occasion in the year, a different light shines. On Shabbos, the light of Ava. On Yom Tov, the light of Simcha. And on Rosh Hashanah, the light of Yom. What's that light? When a person realizes this, now on Rosh Hashanah is where everything is happening. Now on Rosh Hashanah is where everything is going to be decided. It gives a person perspective of Yerush Hashanah. And the person feels that Yerush Hashanah shows the person like the Bible says Ki Eishev B'choyshech Hashem Oyle I said in the dark to Hashem is a light for me. The light is a, shows me where I'm meant to go. Darkness is, like I'm saying, says, a lack of seeing out to see. A lack of knowing what's the right direction. A lack of being able to see what the obstacles are in front of me. When it's light, everything is clear. The hour of year and Hashanah makes everything clear. The year I might have misguided priorities. I might have forgotten the Eka. Like the Rambam says, those people have fallen asleep. But on the day of Rosh Hashanah, when that light of Yerah shines, so then the priorities go clear again. And then I can say, V'yoymer kod Hashem, Yishama v'apha Yishama l'kei Yisraelim. And that's worth everything. Because just that first part of Chodah, the first step of direction transforms a person into a person whose tefillahs are accepted. And Rosh Hashanah, what we want is that tefillah should be accepted. And Rosh Hashanah, the most important thing is that tefillah, because that's what's going to shape what happens this year. It's interesting, I was thinking in the Chazan and he says, I feel that's just after a lane. 
The first is the acceptance. That's the that's the priority. That's the goal. And therefore, once we said that, now we can ask Hashem Svasatiftach. Because now we have the Sfus that we should be accepted. It should be stronger with me. It should be clearer in our mouths. This is also explained by the Zohar. And the Zohar talks to people diving on Rosh Hashanah. And they're asking for things. Hashem, give me this. Hashem, give me that. Hashem, I need this. Hashem, I need that. They're asking. What the Zayar says, the word in Aramaic for ask is have. Give, give. Have, have. And the Zayar says that the sounds of those people asking, have, have, sounds like a dog barking. Why? This is the usage. A person taking the attitude of, I'm staying how I am. I know that Hashem decides. I know that everything is being judged. But, so I'm going to ask. But I'm not willing to offer. I'm not going to change. So a Twitter like that isn't a Twitter which is going to get answered. On the contrary, it doesn't sound like a Twitter. It sounds like a bark. Whereas a Twitter which comes from a place which begins with that I want to change. That I want to get better is a tefillah which is more mukubba, more accepted. And that's where the two points of Karshashana come together. The first is, being that it's a day where everything is decided, the tefillah of Rosh Hashanah is so much more critical. And the second is that, being in order for tefillah to be accepted, there has to be that or of Yerushalayim, which inspires people see things differently than I do the rest of the year. Then that second point enables the Torah to get accepted. That's one kayak that we can have. There's a second kayak too. The Pasuk says, Hain kel kabir v'layimas. And on that the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah that the Tfilah of a Rabbim is always, is always answered. Perhaps a Yachid not. But the Rabbim is always, the Tfilah is always accepted. And another Gemara says that there's an exception to Naseris Simechava. During Naseris Simechava, even the Tfilahs of Yachid are accepted. Obviously, that's the Tfilah of Naseris Simechava which comes with that Oyri of Rosh Hashanah. It comes with that light, it comes with that clarity comes with a decision to be better. But then the Gemara brings a surprising example of this. The Gemara brings the Pasuk into Hedim, which talks about sailors on a ship. And the ship encounters a storm, and it's being tossed around on the waves. And the wind's blowing with one way and the other. And the sailors are grabbing onto any part of the deck or any part of the railing that they can, and doubling at their own thrown overboard, that they don't capsize. And they cried out to Hashem in distress. And the Pazak says, he listens to them. 
And how can we start the Dimama? And he comes to slow him down. This so goes back to being placid. Bhattak Bumara says that this story must have happened in Nazareth and Mitchell. Because to get answered as a Yachid, as an individual, but Kayak to be answered only is in Nazareth and Mitchell. And the Mufashin, the Balei Musa asked the question. The Balei Musa asked the question that we're not talking about a little robot, we're talking about a big ship. There were many sailors on board. And they were all davening. So why is it called the Tfilas Yachid? And the Balei Musa answered, because each sailor, when he's holding on for dear life, and scary is going to be thrown overboard into the raging sea. He's thinking only about himself. So there might be many individuals diving in. But it's a tefillah of many individuals. That's not a tefillah's rabbim. A tefillah's rabbim is a tefillah when every individual is diving for the rabbim. And that's what's important. We can have a tzibur of a hundred people here. But if each person is thinking about himself, then it's a tzvila of many individuals in one place. A tzvila's rabim is when each of us davens for each other. Look around at the people next to you. The people that it makes a difference to you, that they're there as well as part of the shul. Chavrusas, friends, And let's daven for each other as well. Because then the tefillah is the din of a tefillah's rabbi. And the tefillah's rabbi always has so much more of a koyach. Let's finish with one last point. The famous tur who brings the pregnant rabbi Yaza, that normally a person who's going to go into a trial, that's all they can think about. What's going to be the trial? What's going to be the outcome? What's going to be the verdict? What's going to happen to them? And you're going to ask them, did you eat? What are you making yourself fancy food? Uh, who cares? Right now, that's not on my mind. What are you wearing? It's not on my mind. That's not important right now. That's what it should be. But the Midrash points out that we, Klaish and Shoshana, we wear our yom tov clothing. We make a fancy yom tov meal. Why? We omen bedin. And everything which is going to happen the next year is being decided. And the words of the Midrash are because betuchim We're confident that Hashem is going to save us. We're confident that we're going to be successful. That we're going to be given a good xerah. How can we be confident? The answer is, this is the difference between Yerushimayim and a person who's a scared person. A person who's scared might not be rational, might be something emotional, but they're scared. They're scared of what's going to happen to them. And in many situations, they're confronted by a danger, an enemy, a wild animal, war, whatever it's going to be, they'll be terrified. 
that's not the fear we meant to feel in Rosh Hashanah. We're not meant to be afraid. We're meant to be Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is that when I know that there's something which Hashem is the side, so then a person feels that fear. David Melech himself said, Samar mi pachtacha basari. My body, as it were, trembles from fear of you. But on the other hand, David could say, I can go to war, I can face an enemy, I can withstand a hail of bullets, and I'm not going to be scared. He's by nature not a scared person. He has Yerushalayim. And Yerushalayim is when, it's net, when I'm meant to feel that Hashem is deciding, then I realize the importance of that. And when I know Hashem is decided, then there's nothing to be afraid of. It says at the end of the Tehillim, Kaveil Hashem. When I can rely on Hashem, Chazak v'yamesli becho. Then you can have a strength in yourself. Nothing is going to make your heart scared if I can rely on Hashem. But when I know that Hashem is deciding what's going to be with me, then that's the reason to fear. The Pachad which we come into Rosh Hashanah, think of any situation in the coming year which could cause a person to be afraid. The time to be afraid is now. Not on the battlefield. Not in the doctor's office. Not in the courtroom. Then it's just playing out what's already been decided. I said about the great Meshkech of Chatzel Levinson Zechran Levracha. He wasn't a scared person. When he shepherded the Mir Yeshiva through the Nazis and the Russians and the Japanese, he was strong. When he came to Yehmadin, he was visibly trembling. This is where it's, this is where there's a mocking for Yerah. But what's the Yerah meant to do? It's meant to bring us what Rabbi Yenu calls the Shemesh of Yerah, this light which is produced by Yerah. To bring a person to the Ori of Rosh Hashanah, that light which shines a new clarity on what I'm meant to be doing. That light which brings into close and more focus my mission in life. That land which is going to cause me to daven better. And now when I have davened, to the best of my ability, and then the concept of shkurat philosophy, that I feel that the tefillah was accepted. Then as he brought the story of the briskarab beforehand, the war has already been won. And therefore, Rosh Hashanah itself, we've davened for the Shafer, we've done what's required of us, then we can be Batur Shnaislamnes. We meant to be able to show and make a yant of meal afterwards. And rely on the fact that our tfidahs have been accepted. Like we say at the end of each bracha, Oskabel Barachamim of Aratzan.
you'll accept with your mercy because when we have that zeis, when we have that fact that Hashem's accepted our tefillas, then it's something to rely on. Because nothing else can make a difference. You go into Rosh Hashanah davening with a sense of tremendous trepidation. And that means we're going to have to put all our effort into davening as best we can. And put all our effort into first fitting that are. First redefining our goals. First showing Hashem we're asking for something and we're understanding if we're going to use it better. Davening is part of the rabbi for everybody else as well as ourselves. And then when Hashem accepts that fear, we can come out of Rosh Hashanah with a tremendous simcha. Next year is already guaranteed. If Hashem is early in Rosh Hashanah, then there's nothing to be afraid of. Chazak v'yamet sibech v'kavayin Hashem.